Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap, as if you're blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and share this show with somebody else who might wanting to be starting their own business, um, or maybe somebody who recently started their business and needs a little bit of guidance in the right direction. David and I saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is very much within your reach with just a little bit of, of help and assistance from some people that have done it before. You can be very successful with your own business. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David Hilton. Mitch. Dave. Dude. Dude. It's been a long fucking day. It's been a long day, and we've got a fun it's only, it, new style of episode planned for tonight. It's only been two days this week, and I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday, Yeah, and it's you're already Tuesday, ready. and I'm ready to call for it. For a break. Yeah, I'm ready to call it. <laughs> fuck this week. <laughs> it's, some some weeks are like earlier. that. Yeah, fuck this week. That was my uh, yesterday. We had, a, we had a test day yesterday, and man, a, it was... On a Monday... Yeah. Anybody flooding more houses or is no, but past that? We we managed to hit an unmarked <laughs> electrical line underground and that Ooh. caused quite a bit of commotion and excitement. IPL or so. Evergy. Evergy. Ooh, they're dicks so. too. Yeah, we'll see how this one shakes out. It was a pretty easy repair, but I'm just glad my guy's not hurt. That's the big thing. So Yeah. Yeah. But was it so let's just go into it. So what happened? Was it not marked at all or mismarked? It was half marked. We had a feeling that there was a line there that was not <clears throat> located, so we were we were you were going slow anyway. We were behaving as if there was a line there, but the problem is the area we were digging in was full of roots and full of like really big rocks, and so yeah. it's very hard to dig through that gently. Well, it's hard right. to probe it too. It's hard to probe it. It's also hard to dig it with a spade shovel because you got to like chop at the roots to get them out. Well, I'm glad we there. weren't chopping at an electrical goodness, line thinking goodness, it was a root. Goodness. What was it in conduit? Nope. Direct berry. Oh, so old school. Yeah, knocked out power to our house and the house next door. But yikes! Thankfully, it only put us like an hour and a half behind schedule. So they come out and run a new one in conduit, or what they nope. do? They just uh, we ripped it clean in half, and so they they just put one of those together. crazy ass. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah. Usually, if it's in conduit, it's no big deal. Like you can beat on that son of a bitch with a shovel for forty five minutes, and you're not getting through it. Right. Right, direct berries, especially in a very heavily rooted yeah. areas, can can be tough. And so. for everybody that's scared, if you're wearing really thick rubber boots, you're not grounded. It's okay, usually. Right. So, yep, don't panic. This one, thankfully, it was the excavator that got it, not a shovel. So oh. that's always good. Yeah, he's grounded so. or not grounded. Rubber tires, tracks, rubber tracks. Yeah. What they're all rubber. <laughs> we're completely so. off topic. What we were we going to talk about we today. Are. So. Today's episode is More gonna be plumbing. one like we've never done before. More plumbing bullshit. This episode is is a new style of episode we're gonna bring into the mix called Beyond the Void, where we take maybe a little bit of a backseat from the business talk and the self employment talk, and we talk a little bit more about topical issues that are going on. Um, and they'll they'll have a little bit of a business connection to them because it's about getting your mindset right and 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 different ways to see things in order to maintain a successful lifestyle. Um, but it's going to be less business, more personal. You're going to get to see a little bit more of the personal sides between Dave and I, um, and maybe even Marcus. So oh, um, I'm going to, I have a ton of questions for Marcus regarding this. There we go. Oh yeah. A few I'm things sure. We're going to talk about. Today. Yeah. 
So, uh, as as a lot of people are talking I'm about, already fucking fired up. <laughs> as as I'm a lot excited, of people man. are talking about, we're going to talk about the Oscars from the other night, and uh, we're not going to go into the, all the drama bullshit that happened with it and everything else. That part is what it is. Um, but we're going to dive into some of the some of the things that it brings out and some of the things that that uh, should be how you're thinking about stuff like this again. This stuff runs a lot deeper than you might think it does. It's it's not always as superficial as you might think. Uh, so there's there's different ways to think about stuff that can really change your perspective and and you can use it all to channel into having a little bit more of a successful lifestyle. So uh, we're not going to go over like everyone knows what happened. If you don't know what happened, Will you probably Smith live under a rock. Slap Chris Rock in the face. Right, and everyone knows it was staged. Right. Well, or thinks uh, it was staged at well, the Oscars too. At the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. I want to say a few things just to start. First off, this entire... The Oscars are bullshit, first off. Right. It's just a bunch of rich people giving other rich people awards. Okay? Who cares? And swag bags worth a hundred grand as if they need it. Yeah. Right? You know what? So first (laughs) off, screw them. Second off, this society, especially American society, has put these celebrities up on this... Pedestal. ...pulpit, this pedestal of, oh... Whatever they say is just, you know, guess what? They're regular people, okay? Yeah. They are not smarter, nope. okay? The only thing they have is more money. Yeah. And and I know a lot of people with a lot of money, usually they're dumber because they have no sense of reality. They yeah. have no sense of what is actually making the world turn. Yeah, there, there is there pisses is pisses me off. Yeah, there is some solid merit to the fact that the, 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 two, the two avenues to money are either a very detailed and, and highly in tuned sense of reality or a complete lack of sense of reality yeah. because you're too naive to see all the things that would trip you up. Yeah. So, uh, and they well, just, when they, and they have that false sense, like, like joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. They act like they're living in this society of the every man. Right. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? Not they haven't close. been an every man for 50 years. Right. Okay. You right. have, first off, you have no say, you shouldn't have any say. No one should listen to a freaking word you're saying. Right. And it, it's just created this, I don't know what it's created, this this misinformation loop hmm. that they can just say whatever they want to say and people take it as fact. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can take an op-ed person and then now it becomes yeah. factual just because it's being talked about. And let's be honest. Okay, Mitch and I and Marcus, in the grand scheme of life, we're nobodies. Right. right, right. Well, right. most people are nobodies. Right, we're every man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you know it, and none of them celebrities are going to watch our show or see our show. This isn't going to go viral. No one's going to know anything. <clears throat> but you know what? If it if it would, what I'd say to them is fuck off. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they're not going to call me. Oh man, did you see these losers on this podcast? They don't. They're not rich. They're not this. They're not that. You're right. right. We're not. You know, we are. We're hardworking Americans that keep the freaking engine running. Yeah. Right. Why the rest of you are out right. there on the West Coast? We were. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing every goddamn day, but it's just it drives me insane. Yeah, right. we were too busy working to even know that the Oscars were happening until very all true. of a sudden. Yeah. I didn't even know. I literally didn't. Even right, know. and most people wouldn't have even known the Oscars were happening until all of a sudden a couple of videos come out right. about it. And yeah, like, Janine, oh, oh, I guess the Oscars are on tonight. Yeah, we were. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're sitting on the couch Sunday night, and uh, I like watching Wicked Tuna on Nat, Nat Geo. Okay, because I love fishing. Okay. Right. Well, she's like, hey, you want to flip over to the Oscars? And I look at her, and she just starts laughing. She's like, 
I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I'm not going to watch the Oscars. Right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no. She's yeah. like, do you even think anyone still watches? And then literally the next day on Monday, they had um, somebody was giving out the ratings and everything. And they're like, for the last 10 years or whatever, it's been down every year. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, exactly. no, I don't know anyone. Right. Right. You know? Right. Why? Why would I watch? Yeah. I don't care. I mean, and they're not even freaking making movies right now. I found out about the whole event because Marcus's wife shared something on Facebook and I watched the video on it. Yeah. And then I looked into it a little bit more, found like an unedited video where you could actually, it wasn't all muted. Hear everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but, but yeah, nobody, nobody watches that stuff anymore. And people that idolize anybody who is highly popular or in a sense of power uh, or highly successful, if you idolize them for who they are as a person, that's probably kind of a problem. Like, uh, like it's I was, not kind of a problem. It's it, a problem. It, it is, is a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's a problem. Get yeah, it, Marcus. So yeah. like you, <laughs> I I love every movie Will Smith's ever put out. Right. That first off, what's the one where him and Jaden go back to Earth? That's a good one. I don't know. Oh, I hate that movie. I, right? I haven't I even thought seen it. it was awful. The I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is I can have the capacity to like somebody's product without having to like them as a person. You don't have to worship them because right. you like them and see them on the silver screen. Right. Tom Cruise. Like, I like a lot of his Huge movies. douche. Weird guy. Wouldn't ever be friends with a dude, but I like his movies. I like his product. Have you ever seen, and I'm not going to get too crazy here, but, you know, he's a Scientologist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Leah. So is Will Smith. Uh, Leah Remini. Okay. Remini, Remini. She's on. She was on the King of Queens. Okay. And she oh, does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's calling out the Scientologists. Okay. Okay. She had a whole show about it. She was on Joe Rogan, and I don't like. I shouldn't say I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't watch a lot of Joe Rogan, right. but I watched that one. Wow. Oh yeah. Are you? You like it? It was great. You you guys should watch it. Yeah. I mean, she. What they're doing in that Scientology is just. Yeah. Out there, man. I mean, it's 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 different. Out it's, there. It's wild, and and see like. I don't even have to have a judgment on that, right? I can just appreciate the guy for the product he puts out. Yeah. And then go for it's like Chris Rock. Like I don't have to worship the guy. His I comedy's like Chris freaking Rock. funny. He's funny After Earth shit. was the name of that movie. After Earth. There it is. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was awful. Marcus loved it. Yeah. So no, I, I, I did not even watch it. I've never seen it. <laughs> I Googled yeah. it. Yeah. The, it was it, I mean it, it's, it was it, bad. It's kind of the same thing like with Carhartt, right? Carhartt came out and they're they're forcing the vaccination on all their people. And and people are making this big to-do about it. Some people are selling all their Carhartt stuff. Some people are burning all their Carhartt stuff and all that. And I'm sitting there going, that's freaking stupid. Like, do I agree with what Carhartt's doing with their employees? That's neither here nor there. I don't agree with it, but that's right. neither here nor there. It's not going to stand in the way of me buying a product that benefits my life, right? You spent 150 bucks on that Carhartt and you go to burn it. That's right, right. Like, that's just dumb now i wouldn't so after all that came out i will not buy another carhartt thing but yeah. i have a ton of carhartt coats i'm not throwing them away right. right when they're wore out i'll throw them away and i'll buy a key right right you know or i'll right. buy a um a dickies right you know but no i won't buy car but i'm not gonna burn all my shit that's dumb as hell right yeah. that's four hundred dollars right. down the drain down the drain well, wear the, it out for yep. you know what put a piece of tape over it if put it bothers you that yep. freaking exactly. much. right right cut the logo off if you're yeah. really that. like this whole in society especially the last few years has really gone like if something happens you have to be extreme about it right in right. either way that's that no, that's that don't. whole like cancel no, culture don't. type thing yeah do you think that's a part of like the the internet era 
Like the fact that no, no I think you have social media. And I think it's people, people that, want attention. No, they feel like they're making a difference by not supporting or not buying a product. And like Carhartt's not going to care if I don't buy their pants anymore or their yeah, they're, coat. Like they're not going to give a shit. Right. So they're not going to care. Well, I'm not going to let it stand in the way of me having what works best for me. Right. Like you see in auto manufacturers, an auto manufacturer will come out and make some decision about pulling plants out of the U.S. or into the U.S. or <clears> or whatever. Right. Yeah, and then all these, all these, you see these very shallow-minded people saying, "Well, I'm never buying that brand again. I'm never buying a Chevy again or a Ford again or whatever." And I'm like, "No, like, if if there's three or four manufacturers that make trucks, I'm gonna go buy the truck that works the best for me. I don't care what they make as a business decision on their end. They have to deal with that. They have to. If all their employees rise up and quit, that's on them. Yeah, like, right. I'm not gonna let that stand in the way of me having the best truck for me. Yeah." I'm- to Marcus's point of the cancel culture, that's a whole bunch of horse shit too. It is. Because oh, listen, yeah. just because you don't agree with someone yeah. doesn't mean they don't have, the, this is America. That's bullying. Yeah. It, it is bullying. Yeah. Ironically. Good point. From the, from the group that preached against bullying for so Turned long into, here, they, yeah. Yeah. And, so Marcus and I have talked about that in the truck mm-hmm. before about, uh, that there is, there are people that work so hard against like work so hard to correct something that they're against that they end up becoming who they were just working to, to be against. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. This is, it's, it's unbelievable. You want to live in the freest country in the world, which is America. Yeah. Okay. It's the most badass country in the world. Yeah. Okay. You cannot take away people's freedom to make choices and do whatever, just because you disagree. Right. right. That's the demise of the American fabric. Yeah. It's unbelievably retarded. And I can't tell if people are just so stupid that they can't figure that out or can't see it or what the root cause. I'm not sure if it's because all of these, you know, every generation, you know, Mitch and I are 40. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the 35 year olds and the 30s and the 25s, are all of us being real soft on our kids? Is it just every getting softer and coddling them. Mm. And so they don't have a real approach at life because dude, I'm hard. My, I am hard on Layla. We, I mean, she does. If she doesn't do what she's told stuff gets taken away. Yeah. When she was little, Hey, sorry, everybody. She got her ass beat. Okay. And you know what? She's a great kid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're, we're a little bit more lenient with our kids, but it's not out of laziness or out of like fear of not parenting correctly or anything else. Like we let our kids cuss. Right. And, and we don't have a problem with it because for me and, and my wife, both it's like, okay, cussing's not okay until you're 18. And then it's like perfectly fine. Like that's just weird. So our thought was let them cuss early and it won't be that like, let them do some of this stuff early and it won't be that big of a deal. That doesn't mean we allow them to be disrespectful. I was going to so, say, said the guy whose son called his teacher the B word. Well, shut up, right. bitch. So <laughs> he, he got you know, he, he got in mega trouble for that, right? Uh, okay. So uh, we're gonna. There might be some dirty laundry coming out on yeah. this show today. Yeah. So yeah, my my ten year old called his fourth grade teacher a bitch. And uh, that did not fly very well with the school or with mom and dad. So I was going to say, I'm surprised mom <laughs> didn't whip some serious ass. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got my ass beat. Oh, yeah. dude. So, but, but that doesn't, like, I still don't think that has enough, like, that doesn't <clears throat> have a lot to do with us allowing our kids to cuss. It's not like he, like, thought he was getting away with something and thought that was okay. Like, yeah. they know you cannot, even, like, when they're playing video games and chatting with kids online and stuff like that. 
they're allowed to cuss, but they are not allowed to be disrespectful to whoever they're talking to online. They can say, oh, they, shit, I just got killed. Yeah, yeah. But you can't say, hey, you're a bleeping bleep bleep right, bleep. Right, right, exactly. right, right. Exactly. As long as you're not bringing someone else down. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not going to agree or disagree with that, but I yeah. I mean, I get the point. Yeah, I, I can't tell you if it's the... I mean, it's that's the whole... That's parenting in a nutshell, right? You, you don't know if you're doing it right until it's later on. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. So, Mitch and I have known each other since we were 13. Yep. I don't remember if your parents let you and Brian cuss. Mm, they I don't, did not. I was going to say, I don't think so. No. Right? Nope. No. I gave I gave someone the bird out of the back of a van one time, and then my dad found out about it, and I got <laughs> oh, yeah. my ass ate. Yeah. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. I was like in tears. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. You know? I would come yeah. home from school, man. I would uh, I'd be like, oh shit. I mean, uh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> my ass beat. Yeah. 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 Right? But see, that, that that's like the taboo that we're trying to break by allowing them to do it. It's like, okay, you, you run them under this heading for so long. Oh, you can't even say it. You can't even say it. Wash your mouth out with soap. You can't even say it. And then all of a sudden, it becomes this point where it's like, okay, it's okay to say it. Mm. Like, well, I, it's I just kind of weird. You know? I get that when they're kids, you can't cuss. Because you're not, you're not teaching them that if they cuss, it's bad. You're teaching them that... As a child, you have to be respectful. You have to follow these rules, and that creates a circle of—I um, shouldn't say circle—that just creates a bubble of respect. And yeah. this is how I am. And now, look, you did that—that that you raised them till they were eighteen. Um, his kids aren't that old, but when they're right. eighteen, okay, look, I've raised you. I did what I thought I had to do. Now you're eighteen. Now you're on your own. Yeah. So, that's where I can see the. Dude, so you, here's you can't here's cuss why when you're a kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Here's why. And and. I love it's, how when Mitch Mitch has these here's why it like in justifying. his brain in his brain he's like this is the right answer. No, here is the no, legit this, answer. You've been working with him, you know. This Look, is this is my thought, and it's right. And that's I don't cool give a that you think that, but what anybody says this is the justification for why we allow him to do it is because there are all these situational funny rules that don't really have a lot of logic behind them that are all about funneling kids to be. Uh, a certain behavior and funny funneling kids to like act a certain way and ask the right, like, like in school, if a teacher asks you a question, you don't have the option to tell the teacher that's a bullshit question. You don't have the option to tell a teacher. What are you Elon Musk now? Right. Didn't he do this exact same thing on Rogan? Uh, it was either Elon Musk or, I think it was um, Elon Musk. Uh, Oh, Simon Sinek. Um, Oh, that guy's cool. Like right, him. right. It was either one of those two. But yeah, you don't have the option to tell your teacher that's a dumb question. Like, let's ask a better question, right? You, so these kids are all permission-based and they're all like, I have to behave a certain way because that's what society says. And it wasn't until I started our own company that I started realizing society is grooming everybody to be worker bees and to behave a certain way. Yeah, I, And the I earlier I can groom my kids to treat people with respect, but yet ignore some of the weird rules of society that don't really have any say, like have any sense, <clears throat> then I feel my kids are going to grow up to be a little bit more successful. Everyone else is growing up thinking, oh, you can't cuss until you're a certain age or until your parents finally say so. And, and so they're, so they're, they're growing up in a permission based society where they don't feel like they can do anything until they're given permission to do so. That's why all these kids go to college and waste all their time in college when they shouldn't be, I'm not going to say everybody shouldn't be like when, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, you got a lot of kids going to college because they think they need permission of a degree to go get a job. 
Well, maybe your job doesn't require a degree. You don't need permission from college or the society saying, okay, you've now passed all of these. You, you, you're now allowed to go get a salesman job at a car dealership, right? So that's, that's a lot of why I've removed the cussing thing from our kids is I'm removing a lot of those weird permission-based barriers to just let them grow up and realize that life is whatever they want to make it. And they don't have to follow, like they, again, they still have rules to like, they can't break the law. They got to be respectful and all this stuff. But some of these weird rules like cussing, we just like, eh, get that out of here. Like, well, I don't mind. I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a second on the, so the whole, you know, Elon Musk saying, or whoever you or I don't know. Yeah. 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 Saying you can't, um, can't tell you the can't teacher, tell the teacher that's a stupid question. If you can't do that because that creates a world of chaos. Okay, there's right. there's got to be a fine line of like you can't have every kid in the class being like, oh, I don't like that question. I think it should be asked like th-. you can't do that. Right. Okay. Right. So there's got to be a line <laughs> yeah. of, um, you know, there has to be societal boundaries to keep everyone in check, or else we, or else no Anarchy. one moves forward. Well. Okay, because then it's just chaos, and that chaos translates into life, and which is. There's a, a reason we have traffic lights. Freaking happen exactly. Right. You can't just let chaos run free. Right. No, I, I get that, but our our goal with our kids is to make it instead of like a very clearly outlined and very defined box, it's to let them know that that box is much bigger. Like you still have some societal things that you have to follow. However, it is not as black and white as you can't cuss until you're 18 or whatever the case may like. Like it's it's to let them know you have a whole lot more freedom in life than you think you do, and you don't need near as much permission as you think you do in order yeah. to do whatever it is you're called to do. And we've talked about things like that on the show, but it, basically, so as you get older, you know your view gets wider. Yeah, you know because you're like, oh, I didn't realize I could do that. Oh, I didn't realize I could do that, but you're trying to get them instead of their funnel starting out at 18, you're trying to let their funnel widen at, at a younger age yeah. so that they have a better grasp of what reality actually is. Right. 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 I don't want them to, I don't want them to graduate high school and then feel like the, the rugs yanked out from underneath them and their parents aren't there to help them anymore. And their parents aren't there to make their decisions for them and all that. So it's like, let's give them all that room and all that rope right now and give them all that room to fuck up right now. And that way, as they get older, they've already encountered a lot of that. So it, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. <clears throat> My parents always um, told me, spoil the rod, spoil the child. And so um, they would always tell me, hey, I love you, but I'm about to whoop your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so um, you can't be doing this. Yeah. yeah. Marcus. And then yeah. they were also Look, like, boy. hey, you know what? You know what? I want you to... Uh, I, w- I would rather teach you in my house the do's and don'ts on, on life yeah. rather than life teaching you itself. You know right. what I mean? Going outside those doors and, and yeah. then you you learn a different way. Right. You know well, what I mean? it, And like, so another one of those weird societal rules is like, okay, when you turn 15 or 16, you can get a job. Right. right? You have to start paying taxes right. when you turn 15 or 16, <clears throat> but you can't vote on the issues that you're paying taxes on. Yeah. That's kind of weird, right? I yes, but to be honest, nowadays I think a lot of these freaking idiot kids shouldn't be voting until they're twenty five. I understand. Yeah, you know so what I mean. It's don't like pay taxes so, until you're twenty five. I, you know, my my brother and I have had a lot of, of 
talks about this. You shouldn't you shouldn't be allowed to vote until you either and this is not for kids that are 16, 17, 18. I know where you're going with this. You either, I love it. You either need to be out of your house, parents' house. Mm-hmm. You either need to have paid taxes for a year. You can't you shouldn't be able to come out of college and vote. You should have to work for two years before you should vote. Right. Okay, but, because you have no real <clears throat> grasp of what is actually happening in the on. world. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Now, I will say, if you're in the military and you've signed up at 18, you should be able to vote then. Yeah. And? Because you're in the real world. Since yeah. they since they have a legal drinking age, I think it's it's asinine that we have people that can go out and fight for our country and can't have a beer legally. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's stupid because, like, when my dad was 18, right before he turned 18, you, you could drink at 18. It right. was so stupid. Right. There's a lot of dumb shit. Well, and, like, and so a, yeah, a lot of those... government bullshit. Yeah. Right? right. So a lot of those rules are based off of somebody had to make a decision on what is the universal responsible age for people to do this certain activity right like what's the responsible age for people to be able to drive what's the responsible age for people to be able to drink and and all this stuff well i can tell you right now that my 13 year old when he turns 13 in two days my 13 year old he can back a trailer there's a lot of grown-ass men that can't, can't back a trailer right so my 13 year old can outdrive a lot of freaking adults he should be able to like and I'm not like advocating for this, but a person of that type should be able to get their license long before 16. Yeah. So um, that goes down to like parenting. What he, what you were talking about. Right. Yeah. Now, now my other son, he probably would crash the hell out of anything he drove. Like I'm not, and it's not like my kids should be able to do that. It's, yeah. it's just, it's, there are people that are on such different paths, but we place this one blanket, very black and white box on everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, some people are, are apt enough to go into the military. Well, other people might not be of that right mindset to go into the military, yeah. right? But we tell everybody you can't go till you're 18. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, whatever the case may yeah. be. So that it's and just, there has to be some general rules, you yeah. know, to get right. But like back on the beer thing, like if you go to Europe, they sell beer and vending machines that any kid can go up to and just get right. Out of we it. used to have cigarette you know machines, right? And they don't and they don't freaking drink like Americans do, right? So what's the problem? Yeah. Right? You know I didn't, what I mean? I didn't know that. What is right. the problem? The, the what problem about that has, one the rule? The problem is spoiled ass mother because they don't have to get up and go to work. Yeah. And that's what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a true. lot of and a lot of false societal pressures that drive people quote unquote, air quote, drive people to drink. College. I mean, right. but then you have those rules of like a kid can take out um such and such oh yeah yeah for you, the loan or whatever yeah you can yeah. be you can be 18 and go take out a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt but you can't get a ten thousand dollar business loan yeah it's ridiculous like what right. the hell that is that is part it's, of the societal situation that is funneling yeah. kids to be a worker instead of being a free thinker or an entrepreneur or somebody that's capable of being successful without some institution right. giving them permission to do so and that's realistically that's one of the foundational reasons we started this show is because there is a very realistic chance that as the nation moves in the political direction it's moving it seems like it's coming back it it seems like you're right right you well, know what i mean um, oh, wait what do you mean is elaborate as, so you know there's been this big liberal movement of right which and man this is i think He's the election was stolen but um, say it wasn't. Right. Say it was a hundred percent. It it only took a year for people to realize, oh shit, oh, you know what? Right. Maybe we don't want to move in that way. <laughs> right. And yeah. now there's this big huge push to be back towards more of 
a yeah, little right of the middle, right? You know that it's just. I mean, people don't. The left, the super far left, people don't realize how close to socialism that is. Yeah, and socialism doesn't work. Well, it just does not work. So, so that's that's what I'm part. Of, that's part of what I'm getting at is, is if if it continues to go that direction, if you're not wealthy, our already, you're gonna be you're gonna shit. it's gonna be impossible Bugger. to become yeah. wealthy under that style of heading, and so. Um, when when things start going that direction, you need to be a, a free thinking, wealthy individual, or or have a a mindset of a person that can gain wealth before that gets there. And that's part of what this show is for: is to let you know that you don't have to have permission of working for somebody else in order to earn an income. You can right. work for yourself and earn an income. You don't have to rely on all of these societal systems that that we that are like falsely in place for somebody to have an income or provide for their family or whatever the case may be. You know, Marcus works for, for us, right? He works for the, for, don't for say us for you. Well, right, right, right. But I mean, I want to say like Marcus works for me. Like he works for our company, right? Right. Marcus knows that he could leave at any time and go start his own company. Yeah. And, and I hope that he does that one day. Like that would be great. Right. That would be kind of like the awesome, Right. Like pat on the back, so to speak. You don't have, like, it's not like you're stuck at a place to work. And then if you don't like that place to work, it's not like you have to go find another place to work. Like you could, right. you could start your own thing and be in control of your own choices and your own destiny and your own wealth and everything else. Um, that's the, that's kind of the, one of the premises of this show is, is to let people know that you have a whole lot more control over your life than you think you do. Unlearning and relearning, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I stayed in the working field, working for other people for like twenty years, but I did it with intention. I was, right. I was, Had a plan. I needed to learn this, and I needed to learn this, and and like in those last few years of me working for somebody else. Like I had a, I literally had like a checklist. I still need to learn how to do this, and I need to learn how to do this yeah. before I can successfully start my company. So, I I was checking boxes as I was like I moved in the last two years. I was I worked at three different places in the last two years before I started our company. Yeah, and those were all intentional. When I left the first place to go to the second place, that was with intent. When I left right. that place to go to the third place, that right. was with intent. And then when I left the third place, I started our own company. So, and when you talk about, so for people that don't think that they'll, you know, oh, society is not made for us to just be worker bees and, and not, why do you think you can't, so if you put in your 401k and you're dumping, say you live in a little house mm -hmm. because you want to max everything out from yeah. the time you're 18. Yep. Okay. Guess what? You have enough money to retire wealthy at 55. Yeah. Okay. Or not at 55. I'm sorry. I meant to say 45. You have the money. Yeah. Okay. But you can't get the money out until you're 55. And that's at a penalty. Yep. It's only penalty free when you get to 59. Do you know why? Because they want you in the system working. Right. Okay. Right. So if you think that that's not a real thing, it is a real thing. The, the entire system is structured for you to be a worker bee. Yeah. And, they, and want subs they want, they want uh, submissive worker bees. They want people that just follow directions and follow orders and and work for companies and corporations. Yeah, right? and, and don't think, and I'm not saying don't put in your 401k because no, no, I no. tell everyone if they have a 401k, match it out, and 
max it out, and if you're not, you're making well, a mistake. At least match to the max. <laughs> like no, do the max because it's a tax deduction right. and gives the longest length of growth. Right. Okay. But and I mean, at no, the, the bare minimum, better. do what your employer is matching because there's, that. Yeah, that's but there's nothing. There's nothing better for growing wealth at a young age right. for when you're old than that. Right. Now, once you've put some time in and that thing is starting to actually make its own money, then you need to do other things. Like right. if you don't want to be a worker bee till you're 59 or 55 or 65, you need to be doing other things yeah. like right. real estate. Like you need to be putting into ETFs because that money's flexible. And you EFT. Can, what did I say? ETF. Marcus, the Google machine, he'll get it. <clears throat> Anyways, you broke my train of thought. Be doing other things to be diversified right. so that you can get out early. Yep. Save cash. It's okay. People feel like sometimes they think, oh, I have to take all this cash and I have to invest it in this and I have to spend it on this and I have to get a bigger boat and I have to get a bigger... It's okay to have money. Yeah. Okay? It's okay to buy gold and store it in your basement. Yeah. You know, lots of people do a lot of different things. Do you guys want that? or Yeah. What is it? It's EFT. ETF exchange traded <laughs> funds. Now there is an ETF. Oh, so so that's just a miscommunication. Right. He's talking about exchange traded funds. I thought you were talking about the uh, no, electronic ETFs. fund transfer. I my mistake. ETF. I was thinking NFTs. No. Oh, gotcha. I was thinking NFT. NTF is just a fun, like Invesco QQQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like good. they did that, and I. The only reason I bring that one up is because they have sponsored March Madness this year. Mm. The Invesco QQQ. And that's just, it's just a fund that has a bunch of different stocks in it. Right. And they grow and they go up and down based on the way that those You know what's perform. crazy? I've never seen Mitch strike out like that. I'm not only, That's only one strike. You haven't known I, him as long as I have. <laughs> see? He, he that goes, used to strike he's out He's still up at the plate. Now well, listen, he didn't before he got fully. married, he struck out a lot <laughs> and had no shame. Dude, we go to the bar. <laughs> that dude would be like seven deep, man. No, nah, it ain't going to work Dude, yep. what are you tell what are you telling these women? <laughs> Just I mean, swinging and missing. Yeah. Every night. Not so, every night. That goes along with the saying that if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. That right? that is true. So <laughs> that is true. You, so you gotta put yourself in rooms where people know more than you. Yeah. So check this out. We've got so far <laughs> off topic. Well, yeah. Chris Rock's about. Chris Rock's tickets went from oh, a he's minimum. Oh, well, we're getting it back. He's getting bring it back. A minimum of forty six uh dollars per ticket. And then after the Oscars or whatever, it went up yep. to 341 yeah, yeah, yeah. for the minimum. Marcus, so, I want to ask Marcus a question. Do you think it was staged? I think it was staged. For, for publicity. Sure. I think it was too. I'm yeah. not even... I'm n- Marcus, if I come up to you and I slap you in the face... Well, when you're coming up to me, I'm already You're like, getting ready. ready, right? Right. I come up to you. Say, say I slow walk up and I'm just like, hey man, and I'm mad. And I'm like, hey man, you know what's going on? Pow! And I slap you in the face. It's go It's time. on, right? <laughs> yeah. It's on, right? Yeah. Chris Rock just stood there. And then made a joke, and then just carried on like it. Right, dude. Well, a lot of people on. say that he's being professional. Yeah. He's being. He's either. It's either stage or he's a pussy. It's one or the other. Okay. Yeah. A grown man sla- slaps you in the face. He didn't flinch. He so didn't here's do any of that. Here's my take. Come on, dude. If it's not staged, which I think it very well could be, but let's just run under the hypothetical that it's not. Devil's okay. Asking, yeah. There's a difference between a slap and a punch. A slap is a gentleman's way of saying you have crossed the line and I am physically telling you don't go any further, right? If somebody slaps me... That's the dumbest... It's No, no, seriously. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If it's a closed-fisted punch, that's a fight. That is, that is violence. That is a fight. 
we've lost this in society where we can have physical disagreements and not be labeled as like extreme or violent or whatever else. Like if you were to slap me, I would take it completely different than if you were to punch me. So I'm not it, whether someone's open hand slaps, to be honest, if you open hand slap me, I that's might get like insulted more, more. That's I, more I can't of lie. a disrespect than you. You don't you have just, the stones to punch. You think yeah. you're going to slap me like I'm some kind of punk bitch? I don't think so. Well, You're getting knocked I'm the not, fuck I'm out. I'm not saying that it, it would change the way Chris Rock could handle lose, it. I might lose the fight, but I'm going down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Okay, I've had my ass beat, all oh, right? No, yeah, and I'm I've not, beat some I'm ass. I'm not afraid to get my ass beat. Yeah. But I am throwing it all out on the line, yeah. no matter what happens. Yeah. And he just... Right. I mean, come on. The... The most logical thing, like, and again, I wasn't watching. Okay, let's say this again. Yeah, screw rich people and celebrities. Yeah, but the most logical thing I can come up with for if it's not staged is that that is a very good visual representation of where you should have been out of your marriage long before, mm. right? Because they've got very clear footage of he's laughing at the joke, and the wife is not happy with the joke. And then the camera cuts away from him, and now all of a sudden, he's upset enough to go up on stage and get physical. Well, right? and they've they've talked a lot about that, uh, like we talked about before. Yeah, yeah. was his wife? Does his wife like suffer from like alopecia or something? Like yeah, that? yeah. But, but nobody knew that until this incident. Yeah, I definitely know. So. Everyone knew that it's been on freaking everything. It's first off, man. I like Will Smith. He's a punk because. Yeah. I am pretty sure that he, she went to him, and they have an open marriage because that's what she wanted. Right. And convinced him. Right. That hey. Right. You need to be okay with this. And Man, fuck that. Yeah, right. That's like crazy. And now, and now he laughs and it's fine, and she just looks at him. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's got. That's a what? Yeah. What it, kind of marriage is that? That puts your husband in a funny spot, right? Do you know so, how rich and famous you have to be to sla- insult somebody, slap someone, have a seat, and not get escorted out of that? Well, so I had posted off, I had I posted on that, my Facebook, like only in Hollywood can you commit assault, walk back to your seat as if nothing happened, and not and then accept an award and then give a speech about love. Well, that's why I think it's fake. Right. You know what I mean? It's Hollywood, right? Like I did yeah. a reverse Google search on the guy that smacked Chris Rock and it turns out he's an actor. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean <laughs> like <laughs> he could he like, could these pull guys it off. can play off anything, yeah. right? So Right. And and if it was real, so say like say it ha- say I'm Will Smith, and I'm in the audience, and he tells the joke, and I laugh, and then my wife is pissed, like super pissed. I don't. I go backstage at the end of the show. Yeah. And I knock his teeth out then. Right. Like, dude, hey man, I thought it was funny, but man, my wife is pissed, and I love her way more than I like you. Yeah. You don't have to. D- then you knock their teeth out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's so stupid. That's where it gets you into the side of things of like. It's for ratings because yeah, nobody knew what was going on until it happened. Yeah, nobody even knew that the Oscars was on until it happened. So. Right, right. And and I'm not saying the Oscars put it on. It's it's kind of like the Super Bowl halftime show where with Timberlake uh, and Justin Janet Timberlake Jackson. ripped off Janet Jackson's bra. Yeah, she was wearing a pasty underneath it. Like it was, it was planned. Le- yeah, and but but the Super Bowl didn't know. About the it. halftime show didn't know what was yeah. coming. Same, but those same two people were thing. pushing for ratings on their halftime show, and so they did it unbeknownst to the organizers. So wait, wait, wait. How would you tie that back in with with Will Smith and Chris So Rock? Will Smith and, oh, like, let's, uh, going on the, the line that it's fake. The Oscars didn't know about the it. The Oscars didn't they, know about they it. They just did it to do it. They did it 
for Dude, publicity think, for Chris Rock and I'm not I'm I mean, not so sure that it's the same situation. I'm not so sure that Academy didn't because no that's one's what I'm watching, saying. Right? right? It's a shit show. No one cares. No right? one gives a fuck. I mean, I can Tanking remember ratings. I can remember growing up as a kid. So this would be 20 No, this would probably be 30 years ago. So you're 25 10. to 30 years ago. I can remember like like you would plan on the Oscars, there, like you'd have yeah. watch parties. Well, like that's, it was that's before cable and internet. I yeah. mean, we had right? internet, but it was like meow, well. So what happened? Forty five yeah. minutes to see one girl in a bikini. Yeah. Right. Know? So so here here's what happened. We now like this was before, like you said, internet, social media. Before we had an option to view how these celebrities live every day, and now that we know how they live every day, we realize we don't like them. We like the product. We still go to movies. We still watch Netflix. I mean, People still like them. They're still putting them on this pedestal. I don't. They're still watching, like them. I don't think the as many view every day. Obsessed with them. I don't obsessed. think as I don't think as many are, but I think the few that are are like very loud and very very obsessed. So. Um, people want to glorify, like people want to be actors and celebrities well, the, the, locally. They want to feel like that. You right. know what I mean? The the proof that people don't like them and don't obsess over them as much is look at the Oscar viewership, right? People still go to movies and they still watch Netflix and they still do all the, right. the product related activities, but they don't obsess over the Oscars. No. And, and, and also like, I mean, with the, I feel like that's only because the Oscars is just not hit. They're not, they're not right. people modern, have had enough of rich people giving rich people awards. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They're just like, really? Right, and they're arbitrary and subjective. It's not even statistically based, right? No. It's, it's like if you had all right. the NFL players right. like come up with awards for all the other all the other NFL players, yeah, it would have a little bit more stat based to it, right? And it would be a little bit less subjective. But right. here, it's like you know, film is a version of art. Yeah, right? and then like the three weeks later, not this year, but you know, eight years ago, they're like, oh no, this person, you know, this person should have won this. Yeah, you right. know this. Oh, this yeah. was a snub. This was a yeah. Gives a shit anymore. Right, right. You know? We've got, got some crazy feedback coming in on the headphones all of a sudden. No, that's out here. In the, oh. A, who's vacuuming? Your wife's probably vacuuming. Is in the she vacuuming the outside the pot? Yeah. My God. Does she not know we're recording a podcast in here? She's fucking vacuuming over there. Damn. You know, you know, <laughs> here's. Hey, all right, well, hold on a second. Open that damn door. Yeah. Open the damn door. <laughs> Danielle! Love you, babe. All right, so, back with the show. So here's what's funny about all that. <laughs> just look we've, at me. We've had like, like we've got a talking about. We've got like a house cleaner coming in a couple of days, and this is new for us. We haven't ever had this before. You know you're moving up when you got a house cleaner, right? Well, right. Or or little, like to waste money. Get yeah. it's not wasteful. <laughs> get a little too busy. First off, your wife works for you and answers the phones. This is on you, bro. You think she can answer the phone when that vacuum's going on? This is on you, bro. It's it's not like <laughs> they're called the weekends. Yeah. Janine and I both work full time. So anyway, this is so it, this is uppity white people syndrome right here. White so we got this, this house is, cleaner coming, and now she's all freaked out. Stop. That the house cleaner's going to like judge us for it's like she's pre-cleaning the house. I think that's normal. Everyone does that. Uh, that's Everyone a woman thing. I mean, I'm looking at it like my mom is job. like, you better get all your shit and take it. <laughs> well, I can understand picking up, right? Yeah, but like, I'm not going to vacuum host the day before they're, they're like, supposed to be All of here. your shit, get in there. 
Yeah. I'm not going to vacuum the day before they're supposed to be here. That's just silly. Oh, they're supposed to come tomorrow? Uh, I've never had, like, house cleaners and shit, so I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. We need. You've you've moved down a peg on my pole. Yeah, well. Yeah. No offense. (laughs) It's not like it's a perm. We're trying it out. We're going to see. I don't hate you, but it's just See if the value's there. It's just like, dude, really? Really? Yeah. This is this is the. I whole... mean, I could cook dinner every night, but sometimes I enjoy going out to a restaurant and letting somebody else do it. So, that's a, that's apples and oranges, man. I could vacuum the house, but maybe I want to pay somebody Dude, else. That to do episode it. was good, man. I, do we still go on that, or <laughs> how, what are we doing? That oh, we're still running. We're still running. Yeah, okay. hell yeah, Crazy. we're still running. We don't edit this shit. No, gotcha. we're just we're gonna, gonna keep we going. We got a vacuum Marcus, in the other room. Or Marcus keep thought going? me yelling at her was the end no, of the show. Heck no, um, I'm like, how do you I? You didn't edit turn this? off the audio, did you? No. no okay, no. we're it's good. Ready. No, we're just gonna keep it going. Yeah. Do I cut it and no. just put the so the no, commercial sound keep, effect in there? No, you're just gonna keep going. You know the commercial so, sound effect. In no, our, we're just gonna keep going, man. Like it's a regular. Let's get back on topic with the. No one cares. With the slap, the Oscar slap, right? So I asked Marcus what he would do, and he was like, "Dude, we're going to blows." Right. I say the same thing. Right. Right. I don't. I mean, I think I would be able to analyze was it a slap or was it a punch, and 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 for me, a slap is something totally different than a punch. Like if you punch me, we're going to blows. If you slap me, I'm going to think about it for a minute and and process what led up to it. And if was you this... push me, we're going to blows. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Marcus. If you spit at me, you're, we're going to blows. Yeah. That's total disrespect. I think. Yeah. I. That's I mean, with, up there with. I think spitting and oh, slapping. Oh yeah, no, is no, like, spitting is is that's a diff, that's I saw disgusting. I saw Mitch get someone spit on him in the in Funhouse Pizza parking lot one time. I'm that not go? recalling that. Uh, Did I go ape shit? No. Damn. See, Mitch he, is he must have been big. It was uh, <laughs> it was uh, Mansky that we went to high school with. You remember that? Man, I can't remember that. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, this is like. 24 years ago a long time ago yeah i don't know but mitch is mitch is more calm well i'm i'm a very patient individual yeah and i have the ability to process stuff in times of stress i can still process stuff fairly rationally and so i actually envy that of you man yeah now listen i can process things rationally but i don't care yeah, that's right right so (laughs) I, i mean i can literally think at the exact second it's happening i shouldn't be doing this I'm not going to do this. This is a bad idea. And in the middle of throwing, right? I just, I don't care. And and I have a red line in my life with everything. There's a red line for this. There's a red line for that. When those lines get crossed, it's over. I mean, there's just yeah. That's just how I. That line's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Like for me, wired that splitting hairs. If it's a smack, it's kind of case by case. If it's a punch, it's definitely on. Dude, I've been. So you seen those shows where they they hold the thing and they get smacked. Oh, well, yeah. that's a if little different. If it's like that, that's the damn near slap punch. Well, slash. you get knocked out with those slaps. That's <laughs> those dudes are huge. Yeah. Like I would. So if one of those guys just ran up to me and slapped me, and I'm not knocked out, right. I'm going to blows. But I know at the moment it's happening, this guy's gonna kill me yeah. out here. Yeah. I mean, I get, know my yeah. limitations, right. but I'm still past it. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, nope. So we're going, bro. We're powder going. on your hand and that fat ass hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Sweet chin music right there. <laughs> oh, my so God. We were talking about right before we turned all the cameras on, you had... What was I saying? You were talking was I about... something stupid? No, you were talking about how societal pressures on a minority male 
or or on a minority female. Oh, the J- what Jason Whitlock was saying, right? Right. Yeah, Jason Whitlock was saying this is he, if you don't know who Jason Whitlock is, he is a black uh, sports writer for ESPN. He used to be he was from Kansas City. Okay. He used to be here. He wrote in the, he was on eight ten. He wrote in the Star, and then he went to ESPN. Right. But he was saying there has been this um, emasculation of black men by the empowerment of black women. Okay. And that it makes them if you're if you're listening to this or whatever, you should go on YouTube and I mean they've got all the what he was saying on there. It's it's very fascinating. Um but it was talking about how it's put them in a weird situation. It, black men is who he's talking about and he is a black man. Um it it's put them in a weird situation where sometimes they don't know um, how to act or what to do. And what he was kind of w- saying was like, um, what we talked about earlier is, you know, Will Smith laughed at the joke, looked at his wife, and then was in a weird situation mm-hmm. because she has all this power over him. And he was saying, uh, Whitlock was saying, that's not how it's supposed to be. Right. You're the man of the house. Right. Okay. And I mean, this is getting back to biblical stuff. Yeah. You know, and he has said a lot of, of things like that before where, you know, no, when you're married, and th- these aren't his words; these are my words. When you're married, you're you're a team. Yeah. One of you is not forcing the other one to do things that they don't want to do. Right. Right. Okay. And that's a marriage problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was saying. But then uh, he was saying that is create society is creating those marital problems by um, emasculating black men. Is what is what his whole point on that was. I just. I, I had never thought about it like that. Right. And it, and he was saying also, you know, it, you know that affects Chris Rock too. Because Will Smith has gone up on the stage and slapped him, and now society has told him he can't fight back. You know, he can't right. do anything. It, it's just put them in a weird situation that they shouldn't be in. Yeah. Is what his whole entire point was. And I, just, I thought it was very interesting. I haven't, I haven't once considered it as on a race side of things, but it does... Like I with, hadn't either, and, and then I heard that I heard his comments, and I thought, That's "Well, and very interesting." Well, and with our like our media is so eager to jump to race, yeah, like it kind of makes you wonder if if they were two people of different races. Oh man, how would the media have oh, handled that? Shit. Like either either which way, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. But like, oh shit, you know. Well, then they point out that this year's Oscar was like brought to you by some black guy that wrote the Oscars. What was his name? Have you seen it? Uh Uh-uh. And if people didn't know, Marcus is black. Right. Okay. Right. I don't don't know if we've ever said that or anything, so don't think that we're just a bunch of white racists in here. No, gosh, no. You know what I mean? And and so Marcus... So let's just... Let's put that out there right now. And And I asked Mark... We talked about this before the show. I was like, Marcus, how does... As a black man, how does that make you feel? You know, I yeah. mean, what would you do? He said the same thing I said. I'm like, We'd be going to blows, going to blows dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Marcus and I get some fun conversations going yeah. in the truck whenever he's riding around with us on the plumbing half of things because we'll get into some racial stuff. And, and I'm like pretty, I'm like pretty ignorant or pretty naive when it comes to some of the race stuff. Like I don't see that, and so I'm just like when when I see somebody throwing a race thing out there, I'm like, how in the world do you see this as race? So you ask yeah. Marcus what he thinks. Well, yeah, I try to get a little bit of insight from him yeah. because, like, like to me, if a if a guy goes up and slaps another guy, I see a guy slapping a guy. Right. I don't see 
a white guy slapping a black guy or, or a black, black guy, guy slapping, slapping a like guy. I don't see that at all. Like I just see a guy slapping a guy. Yeah. Well, so and, what? And, so, and you think you think in your brain what happened to lead up to that? Yeah. Before yeah. you automatically say, oh, that's race related. Right. You think right. about okay, so what was this? What was this? What was that? Okay, like, that's what happened. Like I can't. You don't stand just jump it. to. Oh yeah, it's I, racism. Yeah, I well, can't stand that's it. That's media the, though. Media likes the yes, drama. Yeah. Drama brings if it right. bleeds, if it bleeds, it leads. Right. Yeah, right. Yep. I Same can't stand thing. it when the media. That's the whole Black about, Lives Matter stuff too. Yeah. 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 I'm just being honest. You know and, what I mean? And that Black Lives Matter stuff, not not the Black Lives Matter movement or any of that, but that organization. Have you seen what's happened to them? Uh, it's, they have like locked all their money down, yeah. taken everything because they were just they realized that they were, um, and they're trying to keep it all under wraps. But yep. they were literally trying to funnel money, steal money off of it, and mm-hmm. then cause riots to keep it all going. It was crazy. Right. Yeah. The stuff I've read. They get the award for out. having the most clever name out there because nobody can, in their right mind can disagree with that name. Yeah. Right? yeah. You say Black Lives Matter and everyone kind of has to agree with that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. like all lives matter, but but like, yeah. yeah, Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. So I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Well, but they then, took it They took it and screwed people yeah. is, is, what ha- is what we're talking about here. And that's the embarrassing right. part. Man, you know what I mean? It is embarrassing. Yeah. Right? As a black person, Marcus, what is, I mean, when you, so like when you read, hey, they've done this and they've done that and and that group, it's been bad stuff. I mean, how does that make you feel about stuff, dude? That's embarrassing, man. You know what I mean? Personally. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's one of those things where if something were to happen, now it's like, oh man, come on, you guys are just pulling it out. You know what I mean? And that's how that, that's how, it's just embarrassing, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And it's, what, what pisses me off more than anything is it like, so when I first met Marcus, he's a black guy. It's automatically weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've, they've driven this wedge between so, people. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. Man, when I was a young, well, when I was 22, I didn't give, no one cared. Yeah. You know, and it's like now all of a sudden they've, they've driven this wedge, you know, between races for no reason yeah. at all. Right. Yeah. I don't care that Marcus is black. See, I don't, thank I don't God, I don't, shit, you know? I don't have that Who wedge. Cares? I don't have that wedge for me. Like it was never like the day I met Mar- Marcus and I met at a well, like a McAllister's McAllister's Deli. Yeah, that was where it was like it, it, it was supposed to just be a lunch meeting. It kind of turned into a job interview. Yeah. Well, it's, um, I say but, let me finish my thought there. I don't mean it's weird like because he's black. It's weird because he's black, and I'm wondering if he thinks I'm a racist. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, the, immediately because of all the media attention, everything that goes up, like. I just go to him thinking, okay, yeah. I'm meeting this kid. Does he think I'm a racist because yeah. I'm white? Here's yeah. here's my avenue around that. You know, like, and I'm not. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's just. I actively. And that is, that's something that won't go away until we come together. Right? And, you know We've what I mean? We've talked about this yeah, off we the talked air about, before. Yeah. You know, it's just. Well, and, and so it's my. crazy to me. My way around that and a lot of other media-driven issues has to do with just the circle of influence. Yeah. I'll look at a situation. And immediately assess, can I influence the outcome of that situation? And if I can't influence it, I don't worry about it. So BLM and all that kind of stuff. Like, I I know enough to just kind of stay aware about it, but I don't let it cause me angst. I don't let it worry me or anything else because I can't, there's nothing I'm going to do to affect anything that's going on there. So I'll stay apprised of it, but I don't lose sleep over anything they're doing. I don't let it get me angry or anything else. And if you approach literally any situation in your life with that circle of influence, can I affect it? Can I not? Is it in my circle of influence or is it not? It is wild how much free time it it opens you up to have and 
how much it allows you to have a better impact on things that are within your influence. Um, a prime example of that. I'm on some plumbing like Facebook groups, right? Man, all the plumbing all the time. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's my life, right? So here we are on a, on a plumbing Facebook group and, um, um, somebody had made a, a post in one of these groups about maybe rallying together some plumbers that would be willing to go over to Ukraine and help the impoverished people or newly impoverished people of Ukraine, like fix their plumbing. And, and I, you know, all these comments and everything else, I had made a comment that said, you know, I'm not knocking Ukraine at all. However, don't let a national crisis all of a sudden cause you the, the, to have the need to contribute in a far off land. I'm like, there are people in your community right now that need plumbing repairs and simply can't afford them. Right. So why don't you take that same passion and that same energy and go affect something that is within your circle? Like you're not going to solve the Ukraine problem by Cheaper going over there and right. right. You're not going to solve the Ukraine issue by going over there and doing plumbing. Right. But you can make your your own personal neighborhood a lot better by fixing somebody's plumbing in your neighborhood or in your city or or in a neighboring city close to you, right? So same thing, that circle of influence. I can have influence on my local community. I can't have influence on my national community. And so what what that's allowed me to do is put a lot more focus and, and therefore produce a lot more results on having an influence on my local community. I am better at that now that I have been able to carve, and that takes practice Yeah, yeah. to be able to carve out. Like, like there for a while, you, I was pretty political. That gets to changing your mindset. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the same thing. Yeah, there for a while, I was pretty political. And here I thought, like, what I would post on Facebook was going to change people's minds on the presidential race and all this stuff. And yeah. then I'm like, man, it's hard enough to change your mind in general. And then it's hard enough for somebody, like, to change your own mind. Yeah. And then it's hard enough to change, like if I were to speak to you in person, face to face, it's hard for me to change your mind. It's it's impossible for me to change somebody's mind over social media. So I'm like, right. I'm not even going to worry about that anymore because it doesn't freaking matter. Right. And and I can't I can't affect change there. So, you know, if I really wanted to affect change politically, I would run for city council or I would run for the school board or <laughs> exactly. something Dude, like I almost something, ran. I know for you almost did. Summit. Right. I, they literally, you know, when all this CRT and Re- all this different remind, stuff was coming out. Yeah. So you had to. So this is last. So last November, you had to sign up. I think it was either November 1st or December 1st. I can't remember. Right. But I went in there. Don't be taking my notes. I'm writing you a note before I forget it. So I went in. I went down there. I was going to run. I was like, I'm going to run for school board. I, I'm going to freaking do this. I go down there. They had already had like 12 people sign up yeah. to run to try to get these people out of there. I was like, well, at least. Okay. Yeah. I was like, all right. I was like, no. So I don't. So, all right. I don't have to do it anymore. Dave and I live like eight minutes from each other, but he's. But we're in different districts. We're in, he's in a different school district than we are. And our the school district that we're in handled COVID remarkably well. They, they pushed every boundary where they could, and they, they <clears throat> handled the boundaries that they couldn't push, uh, they handled them as best they could, given Good. the scenario. You're talking about the district you're in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Versus the district the, he's the in. The district Dave's in. Mine, to be compared, They didn't go extreme. Compared to nationally, it was really good. Yeah. Okay, but there were some serious... We were the last one to lift the mask mandate. The mask mandate, right. They, we were the last ones. Right. Now, listen... It was only by like three weeks, 
And by then, still. I, when they said, and that's not why I was going to run. It wasn't the mask mandate stuff. Right, right. It was, it was the other it's, things that I thought were going to creep in and be a problem down the road. Right. I mean, this whole COVID has taught. If you got ki- Marcus got a little girl. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I got a little girl. Dude. That scares me more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I was going to do it. And and that has really, this is a complete side tangent, that has really opened people's eyes to what is happening in the school districts. Well, and, and it goes back to what we started talking about initially. The, the system, the overall American system, is to institutionalize the kids to be worker bees. And, and the, you're going to see changes happen in elementary schools and in middle schools and in high schools and in colleges that all further ingrain kids into a, a permission-based mindset where they have to follow rules and they have to obey these rules and what those teachers say goes. We talked about it in one of the early episodes that like, if you go to college and you're studying business courses, you're going to be learning from somebody teaching a business course that has never once owned a business. Yeah. Like, that is the most right. BS setup ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, they they they're following the curriculum for a business course. Right. They they have zero business yeah. experience whatsoever. Like this is the wrong person to learn business from. And we're not anti-college. No, okay? no, gosh no. There are college degrees, and there has been. Work, I'm going to get into this. I, I, this may be a little bit long. Um, there are college degrees that are extremely important. Doctorates mm-hmm. for doctors, veterinarians, um, physicists, um, mathematicians. Yeah. accountants, attorneys. Uh, attorneys, business finance. When I say business finance, I mean, they don't talk about like small business, but they talk about how to set up money. Yeah. You know, how to do certain things, how to do your own accounting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. CPAs, CPAs, things like that. And that's just a small area. They're very important. Yeah. And if you want to be um, really good at those, you got to go to college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you have to go to college. Yep. That's just, you got to do it. But there was a big thing um, they have been talking about in the last, uh, since COVID really, um, all of these trade schools have just taken off. Yeah. So when 08 hit in 2008 for, um, all of you youngsters out there in 2008, the economy crashed. The recession is what they called it. Mm-hmm, the great recession. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, construction companies quit training. There was no on the job training cause there was no work. Right. Okay. So it, it has left this huge hole. Skills gap. Huge skills gap. Well, now people have realized uh, we need those. Oh, you know what we need? We need re- we need trade schools. Mm-hmm. So all these trade schools are popping up and giving people real-life skills to go out and get a job. Dude, you can go out right now, and if you're a skilled plumber, you can really make $45 an hour. Yeah. You can make you can make a hundred grand a year being a plumber. Right. I know guys that have gone to college and have paid a hundred and forty thousand dollars for a degree that makes sixty. Yeah. Okay. Right. Don't, this is what we were you were just talking about earlier about they're forcing you the institution, the permission know, to go make sixty grand a year. Because they want to make money at that institution. Right. Well guess what? You don't have to do that. Right. And right. that's and that goes back to another reason we started this podcast. If you are at a company and you are a rock star and you want to go out on your own, go do it. You're right. not leaving your – we've said this a hundred times. You're not leaving your company and leaving them stranded. You're going out to be on your own to train guys to come on and create jobs. Right. Okay, that's economic growth 101. Right, right. All right? So the, the big 
the big fix for all of that. And and There's you'll no you'll never fix. you'll never There's fix no it fix. because schools are government funded and the government wants worker bees, and so they're going to keep pushing that narrative, right? Or that, that and, not and narrative, even, but and that even institution. And even so, like my wife went to private school, right? And we thought about sending Layla to a private school in Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. The problem with and and listen, they're getting better. The problem with those private schools, like the one that my wife went to. You know, she didn't learn a ton about history. Right. She didn't learn a ton about, I mean, there are just things that we talk about that I, you know, learned just in high school. Yeah. That she didn't learn at all. And there, so there's like, it's way over here and public is way over here. And, it, and it's hard to find that middle ground. I'm hoping that it gets better, you know, for the next generations. I don't know if it will. Right. I don't have any right. faith in it. It, I don't know won't. if I have any faith 100% in either one. I don't I don't think it will. But just... I think that if you go so what our philosophy has been was, you know, and everyone says that public school is garbage and I don't believe that. I can't believe that. No. But if if she goes to public school and then she comes home and we work with her and we do mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, I help her with everything. Yeah. Janine does the same thing. You know, but then we also bring that private school stuff in, you know, going to church, right? Talking about God. I mean, yeah. that's just you know, that's yeah, how yeah. we are, okay. Yeah. And I'm not pushing that on anybody. Yeah. But you know, there are. W- my point is, when they go to public school and they come home, you have to know what they're learning, how they're learning it, and if you think there's a gap, it's your job as a parent to fill that freaking gap. Yeah. Absolutely. So okay, yeah. take I, some personal fucking responsibility. Yeah. And teach your kids. I hate that. I mean, all our, in Lee Summit, I'm just, we go to Lee Summit. Layla goes mm-hmm. to Lee Summit R7. Beep. Beep. <laughs> um, you know, there are kids, and I feel so bad for these kids, they don't get they don't get lunches. So ever since COVID, they've been giving out free lunches. Yep. Now they're giving out free breakfasts. Those parents are freaking losers. Yeah. Okay, your oh, yeah, number absolutely. one job absolutely. in life is if, if you have a child, whether it be planned or not, your number one job is to take care of that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and people don't. And it's not and just then society does this downhill dive and they're like, I don't know what happened. Right. Well, it's it's not just take care of the kids. Sitting around it's, on the couch watching freaking The View, listen to Whoopi Goldberg all right. day. It, your job is not just to take care of a kid. Like you take care of a fucking goldfish. That's right? exactly right. Your job with a kid is to mold them and shape them into the best contributing member of society you can right. do. You're right. growing the next generation, and right. it's like people don't realize how important it is. Like when Layla gets home, every day I ask her, "Hey, babe, how's your day today? What did you learn?" Right. You know, and we engage sometimes it's only a few minutes. Yeah. But it's you have to do those little things. Yeah. Or you're doing you're disrespecting the next generation there, is what you're doing. There's a really popular meme out there that talks about how why aren't the schools teaching kids how to balance a checkbook? Why aren't the schools teaching that's kids about credit and all this stuff? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's a parent's job. Yeah. Right? First off, in in the moment you I do think that well, they should implement a lot well, of those things. Though. Well, the moment you recognize that the schools aren't teaching you about right. that, it helps there be prove anything, the theory that the schools are there <laughs> to institutionalize you into a life of being ding, a ding, servant, ding, 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 ding. Uh, employee, and a life of debt. Because they're not teaching you about money and about debt, it's because they want you in debt. Because a person in debt is a lot less likely to leave their employer and start their own company. Yeah. Because what's your biggest fear about not starting question your own company? Anything. How am I going to pay I for hate, the car? How am I going to pay for the mortgage? Right. How am I going to pay for the credit card? I hate using the word slave because it's not the same that's, thing. But that's but, what you no, want. No, it, it is. 
A sheep. Thank it, well, you. That's a better term. No, you're, you're, I, thank you. It's literally a system set up to create a slave to your employer. Right. It now, is what it is. Like, I'm not going to... There's no stigma around the word slave. Yeah. Right? So it, you're, you're creating well, a literal slave Well, I try not to bring it up your, because there are slaves still, in, not in America, but in the world, slavery yeah. is still a huge thing. Circle Sex of influence. slave... It, it's, like it the just listeners of our, me. dude, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are still there are still real life slaves in Africa, and it just, yeah, it drives me insane. What what? This is a, another completely side tangent. There, you know, they they put these infomercials on TV, and they're like, oh, you know, for uh, these animals. Yeah, you yeah. pay fifty cents a day to save these dogs. You know what? There are starving children. Yeah. in slavery in Africa, and you don't hear shit about that. Right. Right, like, you don't have to wait for a national crisis to get your going. right to get your ass in gear. You can find it, shit locally down the street. It drives me insane and make a man. big impact. It it hurts my heart. Right, it, I mean it just does. Right, rather than giving St. Jude, and I'm not knocking St. Jude's. Don't knock St. Jude. Rather than giving St. Jude's, you gotta give him money. Dude. Right, right, right. Not, rather than I'll come beep. across this fucking goddamn table, <laughs> knock you out, dude. Rather than giving them five hundred bucks. You can find somebody in your community right now with cancer that can't pay their bills, and you can literally hand them that's five hundred dollars. Yeah, and, be and doing you will that's be true too. you you will make such a more massive impact. Yeah, right. You so you can be in control of all of your societal contributions. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I had a friend of mine just here recently do that. They said, "I've got some extra money. I want to bless a family." You know, I was thinking about donating to St. Jude's, but I'd rather just go straight to the source. Yeah. And so she said, "If you know of anybody, send me a message." You know, no need to be public about it. And she went, and I don't even know how much it was, but she went and gave him, wrote gave, him a check. Just wrote him a check. Here you go. Let me pay a bill, a medical bill for you. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that is so much more impactful than anything else. Circle of influence, right? Yeah. In your circle, fix yeah. it. I don't know how the whole Jude thing is set up. Uh, like, I don't know if they like have like a bunch of people and they split up the dividends. Yeah. I'm not sure how St. Jude works. I don't but, know how it works. But the kids, like, if your daughter got cancer and you took her to St. Jude, they would never send you a bill. Right. It's, okay. it's completely free. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they, they take monthlies, they take individuals, they take, this isn't a St. Jude infomercial, but, right, right, right. you know, I mean, you can, when I see kids with cancer mm-hmm. and things oh that are, goodness, it drives man. me, man, it just hurts me. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. Hurts but bad. I wanted to say this, I'm going to, we're going to get back off a little bit, but you said, you know, in high school, they don't teach you how to balance a checkbook. Where Mitch and I went well, to they, high school? They did. They, they used to. They had they they don't have it anymore. So you you had to have a it was I a, have a senior, lot of shit. It was a senior. What do they call it? Senior graduation class. But literally in that class for the whole it was like a life skills class. They taught you how to balance a checkbook. Yep. They taught you how to trade stocks. These motherfuckers yep. are thinking too much. They taught get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. No. Seriously, dude. And it was great. Uh, okay, the greatest lesson I ever learned, and I talked to Marcus about this and Mitch. The greatest l- lesson I ever learned is they in that class they said, okay, look, if you go, if you go to college or if you don't go to college and you get a job if they offer you i say this all the time if they offer you a 401k you put as much in there as you can hey look dave's talking about 401k and they showed you (laughs) they showed i know right is there a bell is there a bell ding we got who who had 43 times yeah who who had 43 (laughs) they literally showed you this chart and it said it had 18 years old oh yeah and then it had 55 and it said, you know, it said, and literally it went like this. So, and, co- and then they gave at the bottom, it said, okay, so if you put in this much, it goes to this much. And literally my mind was blown. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? So the coolest part about that class. And the greatest, that is the greatest thing I ever learned in high school. And like we said earlier, they don't teach that shit anymore. No. And they should, because literally Janine and I got married and she had a 401k and she was like, well, you know, she was putting a little, I was like, no. 
we're maxing this out, right? And this is what we're doing. And then when the recession hit in 2008, she's like, "Well, don't you think we should stop?" It's no, all double down. down. I said, "No." I said, "Our new max is now this." Yeah. And they I mean, up the max, double down. Yeah, yeah, you just the younger you can start. If you're 22 right now and you're working for hey, somebody, look, Dave's still talking 401ks. I'm gonna Ding! keep talking it. I'm gonna keep talking about it because it's the easiest I, I think way. They get it. For you, the <laughs> they could be listening to this for the first three, time. He said Mitch. three, four episodes down. I think they got. It. Yeah. I don't care. What if it's their first episode, <laughs> Marcus? Marcus over so here. So here, here was the coolest part about that class. <laughs> That's Mitch, man. You I'm gonna, are- <laughs> I'm gonna make Mitch. I'm gonna make Mitch give me like all Marcus's pay stubs and see what he's putting in there. And every week I'm gonna be like, Marcus, this ain't enough, bro. This is what not it, Marcus. What the hell? You're wasting my time, man. Dude, so, put your money in there. In that class, you you got married, right? They, yeah. they partnered you up, yeah. guys and girls. Now, go figure. This oh, wild. wait, in the they, class they marry you? Here's how you know how old it was. They partnered, like, you married a female. If you were a boy, you married a girl. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, my god. We're gosh. back in the, yeah. Right. Oh, my. These are the, you biblical, might get canceled. These are the yeah. biblical days of 1999. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. The alphabet so, people might cancel you, man. So they no, put man. all the boys' names in a, in a hat. They put all man. the girls' names <laughs> in a hat. Popping snowflakes before you know it. And, uh. Uh, I got partnered up with Nikki Zumwalt. Oh yeah, I had a crush on her. Man, she was good looking. That was my was happy, huh? that was my wife. It was awesome. What is she doing now? I have no, no I have no clue. Have you, have you Facebook? Oh gosh, no. Stalking her? Yeah, no, sure. I have, have no clue. He looked her up for sure. Right? Yeah. Oh damn What's right. Her name? He did. Nikki who? What's her name? Uh, we'll we'll go into that later. <laughs> But, Mitch had a lot of crushes. He was a hound dog. Yeah. It, it he was, didn't get anywhere, but he was a hound dog. That was a fun class. <laughs> So. It was a fun class. And they taught, you learned a lot of stuff in that class. Yeah. And they took it out. Why? With the IE or why? Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll we'll no, Facebook good, stalk her after good, the show good, and good. see where she's at. Oh, man. But go ahead. What happened in the class? They married you. And- oh, yeah. you get, So, like, you were partnered up with a girl. You had, well, if you were a guy. And, and you each, like, you drew jobs out of a hat. Like, nice. you, you weren't, yeah, you're, you, you you're, weren't able to It was like the be, game of life. You got a, life. You got a deal and a payment yeah. card and then you had to make a budget and then it yeah was, so you had to make a budget damn. and then you had to like okay now you got to go buy a car are you going to get a used car a new car what's your payment going to be and you know what options just are you going to pick and why shit. and it, like it was see they yeah. don't have it they need to put that back they need yeah. to, well maybe it's a program or something out there that has so, something like that well no here's the thing there, there's you don't need permission from a program to do it you just figure it out so yourself it. and and you if you're a kid listening to this show challenge your parents hey dad hey mom teach me about credit, right. teach me how to balance a well, checkbook. Well, I was saying, I was saying, like you know how they have like, um, like, and if you're extra, a parent, extra, do it for your kids. Yeah, like they have like a debate or something after after well, school or something like that. Maybe they have like a program or something afterwards. They took that out and implemented that. No, they they took it out completely because they don't want kids to be too powerful. They don't yeah. want kids to be too much of free thinkers. They don't want a kid in high school thinking, man, I'd be really good at welding and I could make eighty to a hundred grand a year welding. Like, or I could spend a hundred grand Dude, on a college education, plan. right? A lot of regular stuff. That's, I mean, so the, the, the more you recognize how much of real life application type studies they've taken out of schools, yeah. the more you understand that schools don't have your best interest at heart. They, yeah. they have the, uh, they have the, the curriculum's best interest at heart. And then they like teach us shit that we really like. They'll take that shit out and put more shit that we probably wouldn't even use, like fucking parallelograms. Pie. Yeah, don't even get point, me started. You right. see, you see how what time we're at here? Yeah, we're at hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. I mean, 
that that just kind of goes back to where we started about the institutionalism of schools and and yeah. you don't need permission <laughs> to be successful. Yeah. Moral of the story: Oscars is fake. Well, Bing. yeah, I could I could we I'm got still a on the off, fence. We got a little off. Oh, we got way off, that's but okay. that's all right. I could still go two ways. I could still say the Oscars was was staged for ratings, but if it's real, I could also see right through that bullshit and be like, okay, if it's real, fellas, for the guys listening to this show, recognize that kind of behavior, and if that's going on in your marriage, there's probably no fixing it. You need to end that shit now. Or go to counseling. They've already done that. I, I don't know I if they, they already, I, I mean... That'd be I'm like, not going to pretend like I know what goes on. Right I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to pretend, pretend either. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah. I mean, that's there's some very, very strong cues there that that is a very unhealthy marriage. And I'm not saying like the open marriage is unhealthy. If both parties are cool with that, then that's fine. I think in that marriage, it's there pretty are very, obvious. There are very few people that can really do that and right. not right have resentment. And so it, I think that is a, a classic example of where one's on board and one's not, and here's the the fallout that comes from it. Yeah. So. Um, is that it? Is, is that we're keep gonna, we're my wife's it? name yeah. out of <laughs> your fucking mouth? Yeah, we're good. You're going to wrap it up? Uh, yeah, we can yeah, we can wrap, wrap it up, it up on that. So, guys, as as again, this was a, a little bit different style of a show. Uh, we hope to do a little bit more of these. So, if you liked this, um, you know, give us There's that. There's going to be more. Yeah, give us that review. Give us if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Like, let us let us know yeah, how feedback. much you liked this show. So. Um, we're trying to give you guys a little bit more of our personal sides here to let you know kind of where we come from and where a lot of our decisions come from and our thoughts and everything. So uh, feel free to share the show with anybody uh, that you think would enjoy it. And uh, until next week, guys, we'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> I love you guys. Peace.